Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today, we're going to talk about nothing compares to you. I'm Lady Bounce. And I am Picket Fence. You got the mindfulness minute. I sure do. And it's called No Winners or Losers. I release the need to compare myself, favorable or unfavorable, to those around me. I affirm an inherent worth of all beings. Mindfulness requires getting out of the competitive game of Western consumer societies. We have to stop thinking in terms of dominance, that we must either beat the other person or be beaten in return, that we must either be better or the other person must be better. We have to replace the competitive zero-sum ethic with an ethic of mutuality and respect or sense of self-personhood must not be, must not depend upon denigrating someone else, upon robbing other persons of inherent worth. We must come to respect and value differences without thinking of hierarchical terms. We must decenter the self without negating or harming the self. We should insist on respect for others without self-annihilation. Imagine for a minute that it would be like, to, imagine for a minute what it would be like to live without status symbols, without needing to feel better than anyone else. Imagine what it would be like to treat people equally. Allow your inner attitude to shift toward the vision of equanimity. Unclench your heart from the all feelings of superiority. Sincerely wish and vow of equanimity to take a hold of all your actions and affections. Word wow. up. Yeah. That was pretty deep. Yeah. Deep indeed. But you know, I, as, as you were reading, I was thinking about um, you know, the song that everybody knows, which is actually the title of this episode, is Nothing Compares to You. And it's pretty mm-hmm. much that is true. You know, like the um, the joke that Vince Morris always says, or like his tagline after his shows, he says, be yourself because everybody else is already taken. Mm-hmm. So it it kind of like falls in line with, with that same, you know, thinking that we shouldn't be comparing ourselves. No, in order for there to be a winner, there has to be a loser. And that line of thinking isn't always healthy. That line of thinking um, causes problems for for a lot of people, and it it can get you into financial troubles if you're trying to you know keep up with the Joneses, which is where that phrase came from. It's trying mm-hmm. to live that lifestyle that's beyond your means that you really can't afford because you want the status symbol, you want to be compared, or you want to be you know in these cliques like other people. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Um, like I say on a, a, a new song, um, this ain't a versus clown. It's me versus me. Spirit mm. got me in the pocket, so I'm winning now. When you focus on what you're doing, just trying to be better than yourself. I don't need a me versus you. It's me versus me. Right. I, you know, what I'm saying I'm in a battle on myself to be better than I was yesterday. 
you know. Yeah. And it's kind of tricky being a hip hopper because hip hopper is about um like the uh mindfulness men talk about sometimes things are about competitiveness. You know, it's like a sport. And so yeah, you want to win in a sport, but I think at the end of the day, after the game is over, you have to re um come to a humbleness. You see a lot of times at end of games, whether it be basketball, football, whatever, that the teams fight each other. It just can't be that, you know, I lost this particular game, but that doesn't um, degenerate my skills or, you know, my love and passion for the game. And Mm. I, I love when I see that people are able to be like, you know, good game. Yo, you was balling. You got us today, you know, instead of being upset. I mean, you could be upset that you didn't win, but upset to the point where you want to fight. Um, I saw a clip the other day where like it was um, amateur boxing. So it was like medals given out um, after the competition and to show sportsmanship, this particular league, like you put the medal on the person that you were um, fighting with. Oh, wow. And, and the first guy, he does it. He puts the medal on him. The second guy puts the metal on him and then steals on him. Wow. Like, sense why are you mad? <laughs> yeah, like you lost. Especially when it comes to like amateur boxing, there's usually no knockouts. It's usually um, a point-based system. Um, and they give you certain points for jabs, certain points for um, power shots, certain points for uppercuts, uh, certain points for defending yourself. So if you just aren't on your game that day, you just have to say, hey, I wasn't on my game. It's even though you're fighting someone else, it's still you versus you. Do you have your skills up to par on that day? You know, mm-hmm. and, and and if you keep that in, in mind, then you can't really be, you know, fighting the other team at the end of the game or fighting your other opponent after the, the match is already over. Um, your your verses, you didn't win against yourself. You didn't get yourself up to par to um, be prepare yourself for the battle or competition or whatever it is. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Um, and I, I remember probably about six years ago, I I worked for yeah. I mean, I've been working in schools, but I worked at this school or whatever. And one of our staff meetings, the principal wanted us to reflect on this quote. And it said there are no bad children, only children who haven't learned to handle their emotions or like something to that effect. But Mm -hmm. I just remember like that first line when we had to break it down. The first thing I said, well, I said, well, if there's no bad children, then there's no good children either. Because in order to have bad children, you have to have something to compare it to. Mm-hmm. So if by definition, if there are no bad children, then there are no good children either. Or, or. So have you, aside from, from being in hip hop, have you found yourself being in a situation where you've compared yourself to somebody else and how did that work for you? Well, I've always been in competitions, different competitions when it, <clears throat> when it comes to sports, excuse me. And, um, you know, um, me and my friends, we were um, dancers when I was much, much younger and much lighter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we went out three days a week. 
to battle people and dancing. There was no money on the line or no official competition. We just wanted to be seen as, yo, these dudes got go. You know, these dudes could really, they could really get down, you know? Um, but thankfully, there was never no fight over the dance. And we just, you know, we, we, we walked on people, you know? We searched out for people when we would go out like, oh, these, these cats, oh, yo, look at these cats right here. They got a little routine. Let's go bust them. You know, uh, <laughs> so I have to say um, I have to been in a lot of competitions. I played basketball throughout school. Um, I played football, middle school. I ran track um, in high school. And the thing that I liked about that, that was like one of those, like I was talking about earlier, um, are you on top of your game? Because I, I occasionally ran 300 hurdles and four by four, but my main thing was high jump and long jump. Those were my main events that I competed in in every meet. And those were definitely events where even though there's a competition of um, who's going to get the furthest, you're really, really focusing on yourself and your technique of being able to do your best. Um, if there's a specific form you need to have in both of those, high jump and long jump. And it's really about me versus me. Is my form good today? Uh, am I warmed up today? Uh, are my muscles loose? Am, uh, uh, do I have the technique in my mind? Do I have a game plan? Have I marked off my steps um, for both of those events, high jump and long jump? It's about you got to have your steps and timing down. And it's not like uh, you're saying, hey, man, what's your timing? How many steps you taking? You know, it's about yourself and having your stuff together. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, in rap, like I said, it's, it's, I've had many competitions and stuff like that. Nothing that resorted into any craziness, but I mean, I'm a, I'm an MC. So at the end of the day, I want to be, I want to be recognized, you know? Um, and I think it's becoming different since I'm older. I just want to, for a while, just like, y'all, I'm just going to make dope stuff, but after keep it funky as they say this new album is pretty aggressive like i want to show my dominance but it's still not like for competition stake it's i want to show that to myself and my people that i'm i'm good you know what i'm saying and and that's why i, I tentatively the album is called a letter to my people because it's about half me showing my love for my people. I want all my people, to, the, that's my people on the album. And the other half is me talking talking that talk. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm an MC. Okay. So. <laughs> <clears throat> what about you? Um, yeah, actually, it happens to me a lot. And in my current profession, um, I know the focus is on the kids and that's where I put my focus and, and that's where I keep my focus. However, you know, when you have like teacher of the year or <clears throat> teacher of the month, or when there's a, um, a newsletter that's put out and the principal is giving kudos to certain staff members for doing certain things, you know, I think it, it sparks an unnecessary competition between teachers because we all do want to be recognized we all want to be seen as doing you know good work in in both the eyes of the the lord you know and in the eyes of man which is um 
sometimes it's a it's a real hard struggle because you have people who want to please the most high or please the ancestors or the universe or whichever deity that you believe in and you believe you know doing good works doing good deeds your blessings will come you know from that naturally and then when you put the aspect of man in there it just messes all of that up because yeah, then then it, it becomes confusing am i doing this because this is my calling am i doing this because this is the right thing to do like doing the right thing for the right reason you're doing the right thing for the wrong reason doing the wrong thing for the right reason you know depending on how you break that down and when it comes to to man doing what we do best which is tinkling and messing with the universe's wheel then it mm -hmm. mucks everything up because I think in, in some ways competition can be good. You know, if it's a sport, obviously, you know, when it comes to, to rap part of, you know, one of the things that we love about hip hop music is this braggadocious nature is the, the hidden competition that's involved, you know, in hip hop music. Mm -hmm. But even with that, most of the time, you know, those, those competitions, you know, it's it's on wax. It stays on wax. At least we hope it stays on wax. There are some times which we talked about in our hip hop series about how it spills over into real life. But for the most part, it's really kind of like the nature of the game. Yeah. When it comes to um to my profession, though, I think it's unnecessary. I absolutely hate it because mm. I know what I do on a daily basis. I know how hard I work. I know how much work I put into it. And then when a newsletter comes out. And I'm seeing other people get recognized. It does do something to your spirit. It does do something to your self-esteem. And and as much as we know that um, we shouldn't compare ourselves to other people, sometimes you can't help it. And when it's kind of blatantly put in your face in ways like that, then you are always trying to outdo this person or that person or outdo this thought or Oh, this person taught a bomb lesson, so I got to teach one that's twice as bomb so I can get noticed and recognized. And mm -hmm. and sometimes that can be good. And then a lot of times I, I really think it's it's a bad thing because mm -hmm. then you end up focusing less on just running your race and doing your thing because you're doing it because you want to make sure somebody sees you. You want to be, oh, oh, look at me, you know, that kind of thing. But right. that's and, and I putting parameters on you know, stuff that maybe we just shouldn't put our fingers on. Yeah, and, and I think we touched a little bit of that on our um, be a good leader um, topic that we had a few weeks back, is that that happens with leadership, that you want to enforce your authority so much that you lose focus on what's the goal for everybody. And in right. your case, the goal would be the students. And, right. and, and, and and if you're a bad leader and that could lead to bad leadership by being a person that's so much competitive, having to force your will on people, you lose sight on a goal, which the goal is in your case is to um, create a better society through educating young minds. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a hard it's a hard balance. It, you know what it, I'm saying? it really, really is because. You want to do good because doing good is what matters, mm -hmm. but you also want to be recognized for, you know, for doing the good that you do it. And whether it's, you know, sports in your community or, or what have you. And then we all also would like to be 
recognized for doing the, the good that we do. Now, I know some people who live their whole lives and their whole goal is how much shine can I get or how can I be looked at? What can I do to be seen? And there's nothing wrong with those people except for I would find that exhausting to always be running a race for recognition as opposed to running the race that God put me in until he says it's time for me to tap out. So for, you know, for our, our, our viewers and our listeners, you know, I want, I want you to, in your daily life, try to find that balance between mm -hmm. doing what's right, doing what you know needs to be done and not necessarily wanting or needing recognition or doing it because you're being recognized now if you're doing great things and people just notice like hey big up the picket fence because i saw him on the side of the highway picking up trash and dead animals and that was just dope because you did it because nobody told you to do it and you got recognized for it but if you're only doing things for the photo op or you're only showing up for the photo op then i'm gonna need you to just sit on there yeah word up <laughs> for real yeah, I mean, like, For if you're real. getting your, your politician on and that's that's your only purpose, I really need you to sit down because you're in my way. I got work to do. Yeah. For real. I mean, you know, but that's the whole thing with this um, self-work and uh, self-care is that, you know, bringing back to the, you know, the main topic is that I think that it'd be better if more of us um, focus on being the better version of ourself yesterday, doing right. that today. If you're doing that, you really don't have time for the competitive thing. Cause like I said, you're competing with yourself. Absolutely. You know what I'm, saying? Um, and I, I'm definitely like that. I mean, it would be, you know, I have, I see stuff on TV with like the, you know, national board certified teachers and the national teacher of the year and the state of Ohio teacher of the year. And I'm like, that's really, really wonderful. But then I'm also like, when you get that kind of recognition, the pressure to perform has got to be immense. And I don't think in under the, the guise of self-care, I wouldn't want to put myself in a position where I always have to be better than this or better than that. Or, you know, in an artist, you know, music artists fall into that a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, John Legend said forever, he felt like the only song he could make was Ordinary People. And they just wanted different versions of Ordinary People. And that's all we've been getting. And that's all we've been getting. getting. <laughs> yeah, that's all we've been getting out of him. The same thing with R. Kelly. I know he's problematic, but when he fell into the niche of making making the songs for the Steppers, that was all his songs. So then the next eight yeah. songs he made were all for the cookout and all for the Steppers. So yeah. Sometimes it's nice not to be recognized because then I can just do me, whatever me is, whatever you mm -hmm. are, you know, in the sector of your life that, that you do what you do in the pressure mm -hmm. to be great is lessened when you could just do you. Just do oh, you. definitely. 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 That's, that's one of the reasons that. Um, I'm taking my time with this album. I'm just recording. I'm just recording. I'm just recording and recording and recording. And recording I think, and recording. yeah, I think I got like maybe like 15, 16 songs maybe. And I got 
like four already written that I've written in the last two weeks that I still need to record. And, um, you know, I talked to my people, you know, that I record with Cooley. Shout out to the Coolies, Steve and Mike and <laughs> the, <laughs> the Coolies. That I, hey, let's work on some new stuff, some stuff for later on. Let's just just let's just make music, cause that's when it's fun when you're just doing it. When like you said a few seconds ago, like when you're doing it to you know to without focusing on anything else. When you're focusing on the task at hand, the task at hand is that I love record music. I love creating new things. I'm a creator, so if I'm focusing on I got to do something like that, then I'm not creating really. I'm right. copying. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So, yeah, word. I'm just me versus me all day. Me versus me all day. Which, you know, it, if you think about it, that really makes sense because the gift that you have, the gifts that we have, are gifts that can only be given to the world through us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this person may be able to do the same thing as you. They may even do it better than you. But the way you do it is what is needed in this world. The way that, that you make your macaroni and cheese. It ain't got to be like, you know, Aunt Beverly's. It's your style. It's the way you do it. And the way you do the things that you do is what is needed in the world, which is why you got that particular gift. You know, there are lots of people who paint, but nobody paints like you. There are lots mm -hmm. of people who make music, but nobody makes music like you. Nobody has the experiences that you have and the thoughts that you have that you put into your music or into, you know, to whatever you do. Like, I'm a teacher. I'm good at what I do. There mm -hmm. are teachers out there that are better than me, and that's fine. But for the kids that I serve, what I'm bringing to the table is exactly what they need. What I'm bringing to the table is what they want and what they're asking me for. When I'm getting text messages on my phone, I've been on break now for over a week. And I got students texting me and emailing me like, when we come back to school and, oh, can you help me with this class? And, oh, I was logged in the other day and I needed some help. Are you on vacation? Are you available? So... Even though there are other teachers that, like I said, they're, they're better than me. The teacher of the year, the Ohio teacher of the year, the national teacher of the year. Obviously, they're all greater and better than me. And I'm okay with that. Because what mm -hmm. I bring to the table is what I bring to the table. And sometimes I'm bringing the table too. And that's fine. Because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. If I'm running my race, then I don't have time to worry about how fast you're running or not. Definitely. Definitely. Like you always say, why do they always look back? And that's the first thing they teach you when you run track. Never look back. That slows you down. Yeah. Keep your head straight ahead and run your hardest. For real. Absolutely. For real. That, that's why they put the blinders on horses so they don't get distracted. They only see exactly. the finish line. They only see the goal. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I had a self-care assignment for this week, but I, I, I think I'm gonna have to flip it up, you know, on the fly. On the fly. This this week's self-care assignment is going to be in your journal or a piece of paper, something you can put on your refrigerator, whatever you want to do. Um, but if you already have like a gratitude journal or a goal journal or something like that, you could put it in there. This week's self-care assignment is to self 
identify. Mm. And what I and what I mean by that is in that journal on that paper, write down who you are and what you want to be. Don't worry about anybody else. Write down who you are and what you want to be. Mm. Self-identify. And if you want, just like how most uh, self-care books and stuff like that have a, a header on top, write down a definition of whatever your fill in the blank of your name. Picket fence is <laughs> God body MC. Oh. Self-care, self-work advocate, natural health care consultant. That's what picket fence is. What I want to be is a good husband, father, brother, friend. I think those things that I am. So what I want to be. You are. Right. I'm okay. I'm cool. I'm doing what I can. <laughs> Hopefully tomorrow I'll be better than today. Okay. What I want to be is a dominating MC. Okay. Doesn't mean I'm, I want to be battling everybody. I'm not uh, uh, one of those. I don't, you know, most people love those battle league things, but I, I really don't even like them. I don't even enjoy those battle league. First of all, there's no beat plan. Put on a beat, man. Um, but <laughs> I want people to be like, yo, kid rocks on. When I'm hearing this song, I could tell he rocking. You know? Right. And, he, and it's something that's uh, either motivating or um, profound. Makes you think about something. Makes you want to learn something. So that's what I mean by as a dominating MC. I want to um, be the man with the golden key unlocking minds. You know what I mean? Making people think about something. That's the type of hip hop I like. When you like years later, you're still catching jewels from a person. Like I don't want to hear about Yeah, exactly. Like like my man Redman. You could go back and listen to his second first album and you still be like, yo, did you catch what, the way he said it, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? You could say, you, you could talk about these big guns and bigger guns than they got on Contra and so much cocaine your car doing really. Man, get out of here with that. You know what I'm saying? I want to make people really think, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. What about you? Um, I, I like that. I think um, who I who am. Who are you? Who am I? So, um, first, I, you know, I want to say to anybody watching, while you may carry a lot of titles and wear a lot of different hats, you are more than your titles. So when you go for that, who are you? Dig a little deeper than just your titles. Mm -hmm. But for the sake of time, I am a wife, a mother, a sister, a teacher, a pillar of my community, a beacon of positivity on my way to being, you know, a, a trauma specialist and a self-care guru of sorts. Um, living this, living my life the way I'm supposed to live it. Mm -hmm. And I'm living it to, to the fullest where I'm getting enjoyment out of it. Who mm -hmm. do I want to be? Of course, I'd like more money. Who wouldn't? But yeah, I think who I want to be is just a better ver version of, of me. I want to be all of the things that I already am but just better. I want to be those okay. things at all times, you know, to as many people as I possibly can. Cause sometimes I, I definitely fall short and that's not to 
you know, to slight myself, but sometimes I just, I ain't there. My energy level is not always, you know, where it should be. So I definitely just want to, I want to be better at all of those things. You know, like you said, me versus me being a better version of me tomorrow than I was yesterday with all of those hats and all of those titles that I wear. Right, right. So let's get into my favorite part of the show. Brain science, science, science. All right, so we've been talking about comparing yourself to others. I'm going to give you five quick, simple ways to stop comparing yourself to others. So we've already talked about um, sports and competition and how that's a natural comparison. You know, being a good sport when you lose, being a good sport when you win, because you have to be a gracious winner, just like you have to be a gracious loser. So competition like that is a good thing. If you can keep it in perspective then it's especially rewarding. For those times that you lose, hopefully you handle the disappointment with grace and either take the loss as motivation or keep trying, or then to keep trying, sorry, or move on to something else. Self-comparison is different. It's often done quite privately, even secretly. Yet the very vigilance used to critically compare yourself can become addictive. Wow, wait a minute. It leads you to constantly assess where you stand in a race no one else knows that you are running. And so often what you assume about others isn't even accurate. Whatever figures out, whatever figures or videos or pictures you're seeing don't depict real life. They're made up. They're exaggerated. They're photoshopped. Only the best of the best. Or you could be telling yourself a story about what you're seeing that's far from the truth. So much of our world pulls in comparison. When you look at social media, especially, we're always comparing. Oh, she got a brand new car for Christmas. That means her husband really loves her. My husband didn't buy me a car, so that means my husband doesn't love me as much. That's not what that means. The gifts that you receive are gifts that people can afford to give or gifts that people want you to have. So when it comes to stuff like that, you can't compare. You know, and you also don't know the level of their relationship. You don't know if he's beating her every day and that's why he bought her a car to try to make up for the fact that he going upside her head. So we got to be careful when we're looking on social media and we start to compare ourselves to other people because it's not healthy. So here are five ways to avoid the comparison and the anxiety that comes with it. One, know that someone out there admires you. Believe it or not, there's someone today that is looking at you and seeing things in you that are worthy and that they wish they had. You may never even be aware that these people exist, but they almost certainly are always there. So while you might want to adopt traits or habits you see in others, remember that someone is admiring you as well. Emulate and be inspired. Seeing someone else's strengths is an opportunity to learn and be inspired. Just as long as you don't see yourself as less than because you haven't yet achieved your goals. Be proud of yourself for continuing to improve. Compare, but don't covet. There's nothing inherently wrong with looking at a friend's car or hair or physique and recognizing that you feel some jealousy. However, that's different than coveting. Coveting is wanting what someone else has to an unhealthy degree, and it can become a destructive force in your life. It can even lead to doing or saying things that will only demean you and make you feel worse. Realize that you don't have a clue how others see you. You may believe that your insecurities show where people can see, but others probably don't have a clue what's underneath the surface. Most of us are 
are self-conscious and are probably worried about what you think of them just as many times as you've laughed with someone they are always thinking you remember back when you first met somebody you didn't really know them and then you get to know them and you become great friends and then they hit you with the man when i first met you i thought you were because they didn't really know you. And now that they've taken the time to get to know you, they realize that you're incredible underneath all of, all of that that you carry. Or... And last but not least, admit your insecurities. If you stay openly that you are vulnerable in certain areas, then your own tendency to dislike that trait in yourself will diminish. It's not that bad that you are shy or hesitate to take risks, that you talk a lot, you avoid conflict, or you worry too much, or you struggle to make goals. If you accept it and you want to change it, then it's more possible if you can talk about it. Mm. Word up. Word up. <laughs> Word up. Well, yo, that's our, our show for this week. We want to thank everybody for flying with us. Remember, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Um, you can also find us on all your social media. Facebook, IG, Twitter, TikTok. And if you'd like to throw a lot of a few dollars in a lot or a few dollars in the collection, collection plate, plate, we're on <laughs> yeah, in the collection plate. We are on Patreon. You can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us to help you and continue to fly. Thank you for joining us. And, and once again, gotta give it up to all those people that nominated and voted for us for Dayton's best local podcast. We appreciate you. We got a lot of stuff coming for you in the new year, so just stay tuned and continue to fly with us. It's your boy Picket Fence. I'm your girl Lady Bounce. We out of here. Peace. Peace.